ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Make me feel good. Make me feel good? A podcast to make you feel good. A big asteroid hitting the Earth would be bad. We know that because you didn't get chased by a T-Rex on your way home from work last night. However, the impact that wiped out the dinosaurs was a tiny love tap compared to the cataclysm that gave the Earth its moon. I'm Alex Easton and I asked Professor John D. Horner, an astrophysicist with the University of Southern Queensland, to explain what happened all those billions of years ago. When the Earth formed, the Earth formed alone. We were like this solitary planet, a bit like you see with Venus and Mercury floating along harmlessly through the cosmos. But the final stages of planet formation were really, really violent. So quite a few big things around that were planet-sized or almost planet-sized. And so the final stages of the clean-up of planet formation were messy. And one of the messy events that happened was that the Earth just happened, in passing, to collide with something the size of Mars. And that made a big, splashy, smushy thing happen, which stripped off a lot of the Earth's crust and mantle, massively disrupted the thing that it hit. And the smushy stuff that went splashed out, a large fraction of it went out to form the Moon, and the Earth kind of reaccumulated from the debris as well. And it changed the Earth, and it obviously formed the Moon in the process, and you got this thing that is almost a twin planet together as a result of this kind of splashy collision. So it's not like the Moon is this other planet that ran into the Earth and then bounced off. That impact would have mushed everything together in the same way that if you have two little drops of water come together and form a single drop of water, that then a little bit of a drop comes off and that's a Moon. Kind of. Um, So a lot of the material from the impacting object would be buried in the Earth and also lost in the Moon. There would have been a fair amount of material from this splashy collision ejected never to return. And fragments of the Earth will have rained down on Mercury, Venus and Mars, as well as falling into the giant planets and being flung out into the depths of space. So there is, you know, you can almost write a science fiction show about it. There are certainly parts of the Earth currently floating through the cosmos maybe even incorporated in planets that have formed since around other stars. But that's a small fraction of the debris. The bulk of it went to form the Earth and the Moon as we see them today. When you've got the collision of the planets and a chunk breaks off or bounces off to become the Moon, initially, would you have had just the Earth and the Moon like we have now? Or would there have been a ring, like you get around Saturn, of debris from the two planets that then slowly condensed into the Moon? It's much more the latter. So if you imagine that you have a brick and you hit it with a hammer and the brick breaks in two and you've got two bits of brick or two bricks, that's not how it works. That's how you might imagine it. You knock a bit off and the bit floats around and becomes on a more circular orbit. It would have been much more cataclysmic than that. You would have had this huge collision. The remainder of the Earth that wasn't splashed off would have been fully molten, glowing red like an ember from a fire entirely magma liquid world all the way through to the core, surrounded by which there would have been a huge amount of dust and debris, mainly all in one plane in a kind of disc because the collision came in at an angle and so the material would be splashed off in that direction and form a disc around the Earth. Some of the material ejected would be ejected slowly enough to fall back to Earth and be reaccumulated, so the Earth would be continually being bombarded as it sloped back some of the material that was knocked off, essentially. Some of the material would have been knocked off so hard it would never return. And that which was in between, the kind of Goldilocks material, neither sucked back or thrown away, 
formed a disk around the Earth that relatively quickly, over timescales of hundreds and thousands of years, rather than millions of years, would have accumulated to form the Moon. And the Moon initially would have been fully molten as well, all these impacts raining down on it, creating huge amounts of energy. So initially you'd have had these incredibly glowy, fiery, ember-like, superheated worlds continually being pummeled by impacts, collisions, keeping them molten. And over time they'd have cooled, and it would have taken a long time before you got something really resembling the Earth and Moon, as we see them today. You know, for the Earth to get its atmosphere back, the atmosphere would have been stripped away. Volcanoes needed to erupt to cook as a new atmosphere. And then we'd have had to cool down enough before you could start getting continents and oceans and things like this. So it would have been pretty dramatic and cataclysmic and something that I would have loved to have watched from the next planet over. If this awful cataclysm hadn't happened, how different would the Earth be today? Could it support the life that's on it now? That's really hard to answer because it's hard to see what the Earth was like before the collision because the collision got rid of the evidence. So we're getting into speculation. I I think it unlikely we'd be having this conversation if that collision hadn't happened. Not because of the idea that the moon is protected from impacts, because it hasn't. Not because of the tides the moon raises on Earth being important for life, because if the moon wasn't there, we'd still have the tides due to the sun, which are about half the size of the lunar ones, and that's not a particularly big difference. But I suspect that the Earth without this moon-forming impact would have been a different planet. We might even have been a properly ocean world where we had, instead of a thin veneer of water, having oceans tens of kilometres deep across the planet so there are no continents anywhere. We're finding planets like that around other stars. Because the thing that this collision would have done, it was stripping off preferentially the things in the outer layers of the Earth, which were the lighter things, like the water, like the atmosphere. Alternatively, even if the Earth didn't have too much water, maybe we would have had too thick an atmosphere, a very different place. So there might have been life here, it might have been habitable, but it probably wouldn't have been us. (laughs) 